Hello, Marketeers. Welcome to another episode of AEC Marketeer Podcast, exploring AEC marketing and beyond. I'm your host, Keelan Cox, and I'll be exploring marketing trends and answering your most pressing questions to help you thrive as an AEC Marketeer. All right, Marketeers, thank you so much for joining me. Today I have on Beth Shimagawa. She's a CPSM and the Corporate Communications Manager at Kaufman Engineers. She is passionate about communication and marketing strategies that bring value to clients and employees through external and internal communication. Welcome, Beth. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So before we dig into your career story, I'm curious how you got started in this industry. What's your story? Yeah, sure. So I like to say that it found me because when I was going to college, I went to the University of Hawaii. I kind of didn't know what I wanted to do with a marketing degree. I first started out before I went to college thinking I'm going to go into architecture because my dad's an architect. I thought that was really cool. But then I realized there was a lot of numbers involved and I'm better with words than I am with numbers. So the more I looked into it, I was like, this is not for me. So picked the marketing route or at least a business route. And when I was going to business school, I went to a career fair and actually SMPS Hawaii had a booth there. And I thought this is really interesting. So there's a kind of this niche of people that do marketing for architecture, engineering and construction firms. And I thought that's very fascinating. You know, I was interested in architecture, but it's kind of not my jam with numbers. So, right. hey, this is cool. You know, this is an opportunity I had not even considered at all. So started kind of exploring some of their programs. I started going to the programs as a student member and just was introduced to the whole world. And this all of these really amazing professionals that I just thought were so unique that they could speak about construction projects and all the things that they're doing to support their AEC businesses. And it went from there. In my last two years of college, I joined a renewable energy project to do their marketing and business development as an intern. And from there, I guess the rest is history. I stayed there at that company and that project and supported them through graduation and then joined their their company for the first two years out of school. This is so fascinating because you are the first person I've ever spoken with who SMPS reached in college. Yeah. I have never heard that so far. Well, now I have. (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing. I I had absolutely no idea that this even existed, right? Sure. We don't go to school and hear, oh, you could be an AEC marketer. It's usually travel industry. It's like actual products. It's services like a website design firm or something like that. Like it's marketing different types of services. So the professional services marketing in this arena is very mm-hmm. unique and it takes a special skill set. It really does. It does. Um, and I'm not just saying that because we're part of this industry, but you sure. know, it does. I mean, you have to understand some technical aspects. You kind of have to learn a lot of things on the job. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it just opens your eyes. And I really appreciate just meeting like that just coincidence, I guess, not so much a coincidence. It was strategic on SNPS's Hawaii's intent at that time to find and recruit members and educate really about what they do. And, and I'm very appreciative for sure. Very cool. <laughs> so 
the reason I brought you on is to talk about your career story and mm-hmm. how you ended up where you are, because I think a lot of people come into this industry and start with proposals. And then after a certain point, after moving up from your baseline to, you know, senior, whatever proposal coordinator, whatever you want to call it, there's not a lot of clarity on the different avenues this career can take you. Mm-hmm. And you chose communications. And so I wanted to explore that with you and sort of dissect your experience a bit. Yeah. Uh, so could you walk me through the highlight reel of your career so we can really dig into the nitty gritty of your experience? Sure. Yeah. So I guess where I left off of my story was that I joined a renewable energy project. I was doing the whole marketing hustle there, you know, the trade shows, business development aspect, reviewing contracts and supporting that whole effort, marketing collateral, all of that. And then at the time, Kaufman Engineers had opened an office in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And I really was looking for something new. And I thought this is a great opportunity to get in to a new firm and help them build their marketing effort. So in 2010, I joined the company as their marketing manager and continued that marketing hustle. And I say it like that because you wear a lot of hats and you really feel like you're always running Mm -hmm. and it's proposals, it's helping to build the business, it's supporting all the collateral efforts, it's business development, and it's super rewarding. I was enjoying every aspect of it. I learned a lot about the industry, about the company, but you know, it is very much a hustle and I feel right. like you are running on high gear like every day. <laughs> yeah. Years. And so, you know, in 2015, so this is like five years I've been doing this at Kaufman in the proposal marketing role. I just started feeling like I might need a shift. I might mm-hmm. need something fresh and something new to challenge me. And so that's when I stepped into the communications role, but it didn't just happen. It wasn't like They posted a job and I stepped into the role. Um, Mm -hmm. It was really having a solid relationship with my manager, who was the marketing VP at Kaufman Engineers, Skip, and really having a good relationship with him and talking about, hey, I might need a fresh challenge in the next couple of years. And also identifying there are some things we could address as a company and, you know, especially as we grow. So I think identifying those needs really presented an opportunity and Skip and I kind of put our heads together. What might that look like? He had some ideas about what we could do. And I honestly wasn't really looking for that switch immediately. I could see kind of a couple of years out, I'm going to need a fresh change. I thought you're doing this for five, six years doing the proposal thing. And you just kind of know. um, It's time. Yeah. But it happened faster than I expected. So. Okay. Yeah, so it was sort of an ongoing conversation. Yes, yes, it definitely right. was. You know, at Kaufman, Skip has done a really nice job building relationships with the entire marketing team. Awesome. So I do have an opportunity to check in with him weekly and we just do a talk story. We're going to just talk about what's going on, like how we can support each other. And a lot of times very candid conversations come out that way. And so yeah. I would say that's, you know, really been... The biggest thing for me is knowing that there's support from my manager to yeah. help me craft my career because 
you know, our jobs and our positions, they take up a lot of time in our lives. So it needs to be fulfilling to you. Yeah. And it needs to support you in your goals in your life, your career goals. So I've always appreciated that opportunity to speak candidly. I love that phrase you use there to craft your career. I feel like that could not be more appropriate for what marketers do post proposals. It's like you are sort of piecing together the role that you want. Mm -hmm. With that said, how do you think proposal work helped you to get into this current role or the skills that you developed doing proposal work that have now translated over to your communications role? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think proposals and marketing and communications, I think sometimes we think about it as kind of different areas, mm-hmm. but we all have the same end goal. And the same end goal is building a client relationship and winning work for your company. Yeah. And communications really does touch every aspect of a business. I mean, when you think about like how you communicate internally with your staff, how are you going to communicate externally with clients, press releases, all of the things and understanding the proposal process and understanding how you're speaking to people mm-hmm. in that process and how you can support it is really, really important. And so what I like to think about all the time is how can I help? Because knowing the proposal world and the mm-hmm. marketing position and how intense and how busy you are and how deadline driven you are. I like to think about like, how can I in a communications role support their effort and okay. make their job a little easier? Mm-hmm. So they're trying to win work. They're trying to build relationships through that work. So how can I support their effort to build brand awareness? Right or their office and credibility outside of the proposal. Because a lot of times they are so focused on the proposal or we've got business development professionals that are so focused on business development, but how is our brand or how is our company touching people in other ways with all of our communication and how does that impact that? So understanding the proposal process and understanding marketing from that perspective is so important as I'm really there to support that effort. Right. And it sounds like you have now the ability to sort of sit back and look at a bigger picture while also knowing the different components that make up a good marketing strategy. That's, that's sort of what I'm hearing. Yes, definitely. I mean, it's understanding the impacts of CRM, of the mm-hmm. marketing database, like h- how the website supports the proposal process and, and building credibility, you know, how, how, what does our digital presence look like? All of that stuff is part of communications, but also part of the proposal process. Right. And how it all fits together is what your brand looks like, right? So then what skill sets do you feel that a person would need to be successful in communications or any similar communications role And how would you figure out if communications is the right fit if you're someone who's looking to move away from proposal work? Yeah, I think there are a couple of the obvious ones for communications, like writing skills. I mean, you you need both the technical side and then also more editorial stuff for Mm -hmm. news articles on the website, social media posts. Definitely another obvious one is, you know, significant organizational skills because you will be working on projects with 
different departments in your company from HR to IT to internal communications on your intranet and then all public facing communications. But I think one that really stands out to me is business savvy. Yeah. So in a communications role, you're really supporting a lot of the business processes like how are you communicating to employees changes with new applications mm -hmm. or you know how are you supporting the employee experience and then also from an external facing perspective like how are you supporting the business processes or like the winning work or building brand awareness or you know how you're communicating bringing on a new firm through a merger and acquisition there are many sensitivities with that as well right. so just having that business cap and understanding that it's not just marketing a business. It's like, how are we supporting the business as a whole is really sure. important. And then I would say agility is definitely one. And because you are going to be doing all kinds of different projects in, in the communication sphere today, it is so diverse. It's not right. purely just writing up stuff. Now there's video, there's understanding all of the different types of social media and how we can leverage each of those different audiences um, yeah. its website so it's almost like you need to learn all of these different tools mm -hmm. in today's communication sphere that i think were a little bit different maybe 25 years ago and the digital world is changing so quickly so it's really understanding all of those things and being agile and, and pushing yourself to learn all of these new things and kind of keeping up with all the changes and communications and my last skill that I would say that goes along with them being agile is being self-motivated. Yes. I think that my own personal drive has, it's not always been consistent, but what pushes me every day is, is just trying to keep up with everything and really having a passion for this business and this industry and getting plugged in with different organizations and learning new skill sets is so important to keep up with what's going on in communications. And Looking at the business space as a whole, like it's such a challenge to find great people to retain employees. And part of communications is communicating that out, communicating right. with people like, you know, that you matter here, or we want to listen to you. Communications is not the only part of the business that's doing that, but that is part of it. And that's part of the thinking with your business hat on. It's like, how can we communicate to people that they matter and that we want to keep them and their career matters here at a company. So. Yeah. I love that. You also asked the question about how do I know if communications is the right fit? Yes. Um, and that's a really good question. You know, I kind of touched on this a little bit, but communications is a connector between marketing and business. So I think if you're looking to move away from proposal work and, and the very deadline driven position, right. this is a great role to kind of shift because you're already wearing that marketing and business hat when you're in the proposal seat, but communications kind of gives you a fresh perspective to look at things. It can allow you to be strategic in a different way and can be very refreshing because you're still working toward the same goal, but doing very different things. You're going to set your own deadlines and it's definitely very busy and there's a lot of things that go into a communications position, but it's 
it's less of that grind, like, you know, oh, we've got all these things, resumes that we've got to pull together, project lists and things like that. It's, you can be more creative, I, I want to say, and maybe that's yeah. not the right way to put it, but it just lends a different type of creativity to your day-to-day. And I would say that there are also a lot of ways that businesses can benefit from communications. And so if you're thinking about your firm and you know, whether or not this is the right fit for you, I think you can make the position work for what your firm needs. And so it's really identifying what could benefit my firm. It might not be as many things as some bigger firms might need or some other firms might need, but I think you can craft the position to support your business in a unique way. Yeah. Maybe social media is not your business's thing, right? And maybe you focus in on podcasting or blog posts or really redefining your website to be cutting edge. I mean, there's just a lot of unique ways that communications can provide a position for someone and offer your business something fresh in you. Perfect. So then after you hit a corporate level, what's next? Because I know you're at that corporate level right now. Am I right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Okay. So then what are you looking forward at? Yeah, I guess, you know, after I hit the corporate level role, it's really kind of reinventing and evolving what I've been doing to bring more value to my firm. Right. One of the things that I've been doing uh, just to kind of challenge myself and involve myself in new ways at my firm is joining some committees. And so- you know, it is a challenge. You think like, okay, you're at this corporate role, like what now? But there are so many new ways to kind of challenge yourself, learn new skill sets about your business or your company. For example, I am sitting on the charitable giving committee at Kaufman, and it's a small group, internal group of individuals from across the company. And we discuss some guidance on how we can encourage offices to give to the community. So completely charitable donations. It's a value at Kaufman. And so we do have a committee that kind of lends some recommendations and we want offices to, of course, make the decisions that work best for them. But it really gives insight into, you know, how do we embrace our values as a company and then allow that value to support the direction or the support that we can give our offices. And so That's been really eye-opening to me to be involved in these corporate committees. Maybe it's being involved at the office level with some other committees, but just things that feed you, I think, feed your career ambitions or even your personal goals. And then the other thing I was thinking about was the next thing in this corporate role that I have is really to build a team. And it would just allow me to have a different opportunity to manage people right now. It's just me in the communications role, but I work very closely with our corporate graphic designer. Okay. Uh, We've been trying to figure out how we can take this team of two and make it a department because as Mm -hmm. the company grows, we just see that there's so much that we are doing right now and so much more that we could be doing. And we could do that much better if we had a team. So that's our, our next thing is focusing on crafting that position trying to find that person that would be basically a unicorn, but so amazing to support our growth here. And it's not only to support like the growth of a company, and I'm just thinking about applying this to other firms, but sometimes it's investing in areas that you think are the next thing. Mm. So when you look at companies today, and especially in the AEC space, you know, I think 
you know, the whole pandemic has kind of reshaped how people do things. And people always use the digital space and online to do a little vetting of their consultants before. Yeah. I think even more so today, people are maybe not meeting in person as much and they're going online to look at and kind of validate the companies they want to ask a proposal from or connect with. And so it's really looking at, okay, where is the direction of our clients? Where are they moving? And then investing there. So even if it's a firm that is smaller and maybe not growing with new people and new offices, but where can you place people? Maybe where can you move individuals in your firm into areas that are positioning yourself to be recognized online and a thought leader. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. So if your firm doesn't have a dedicated communications professional, what case would you make for creating that role? Yeah, I would say to shift the perspective and to make a business case to your firm because the communications role is definitely touching a lot of aspects of the business. I think people think of it sometimes as being part of the marketing team and it definitely is, but I think making that business case for a new position, especially if it's something that's new, or maybe your team hasn't been thinking about it yet, but communications can really be a way to strategically focus on taking your business to the next level okay. um, and kind of re-strategizing some of the ways that you do things. And I brought this up a few times just about the digital presence and the importance of your brand perception online. And my colleague and I recently did a presentation at our marketing team summit, and we talked all about digital presence and building digital brand awareness. Mm -hmm. And you start realizing how many applications and how many ways people are seeing your business and how you can touch them in many different ways before they even reach out to your business. So how are you being perceived online and what kind of impact do you have online? And so it's kind of shifting the focus of your business and saying, Hey, what are the ways that we can be a lot more thoughtful and a lot more strategic in what we're doing? And, you know, make that business case that the digital space is so critically important today. And trying to put that additional thing on top of your marketing team is so much. I mean, you really, if that's a focus of your business, you need a dedicated person to do that because there's endless amounts of work in that space um, to build your business online. And I would say during this time of hiring challenges, it can be a really good way to offer a new opportunity to your marketing professional. When you're looking at providing new challenges, providing new options to be strategic, that can be a really new opportunity for someone. So yeah, if your firm doesn't have that, it might be time to bring that as a suggestion say, Hey, I might need a new challenge and make the business case for it. And I think don't be afraid to have candid conversations, especially today. There is so much benefit to speaking up and talking about how I really want to be with this firm. And I think there are a lot of unique ways that I can support it in a new way. So yeah, I think, I think it's making that business case and not being afraid to have candid conversations. Perfect. I really like that you bring that up because I think so often we think that if we want to advance our careers and we need to job hop 
And this is sort of a way to avoid that. It's sort of a promote from within and create these positions with people who know your business pretty thoroughly, especially if they've been submitting proposals on your behalf for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. It takes a long time and it's very challenging to take a new marketing person Mm -hmm. and you know, they may be very experienced in proposals and marketing, but there's still an aspect like what you're saying about the business that they have to learn yep. um, and just have it have to sell that business. And so, you know, what better place to new life to someone and new excitement to an individual that's already within that understands your business and let them shift into this new role that really can energize and invigorate your business. They work so seamlessly and so closely with marketing and business development professionals in your company that you really can do a lot more. And I think it yeah. frees marketing professionals to kind of, you know, breathe a little bit more. They can focus more strategically on their proposals while giving up some of the other things that they might've been working on, like website or, you know, public relations or some internal communications piece, which often also falls to marketing. So kind of free that up and allow both of those individuals or those professionals and in that space and the communications and the marketing space to have that independence to grow. I love that. So if our listeners want to learn more about you, Beth, and your work, where should I direct them? Yeah, sure. I mean, definitely you can connect with me on LinkedIn, but I'm also open to an email. So feel free to email me at beth.shimogawa at kaufman.com. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about your career and congratulations on your career. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Marketeers, that's a wrap on this week's episode of the AEC Marketeer podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to Beth's career story. I know I sure did. As always, if you're enjoying this podcast, I would invite you to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. New episodes are released every other Wednesday. Chat soon.